The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. combination of, of te- number one, technology, bringing technology more to the forefront will make it easier for consumers to be able to discover and shop for products that are right for them, you yeah. know, be it the right color or the right, the right texture or ingredient wise. So I think uh, technology will play, should play more, more of a role, especially also now with the fact that even though stores are opening, you can't really test products mm-hmm. either. So again, it goes back to technology and finding safe ways. And I think that in line with this conversation about, you know, asking the hard questions and wanting to know um, about the, the, the products themselves and their journey, the transparency, you know, wanted to know more about that. I think that we need to do a better job at, at regulating ourselves. And we're starting to see the, the industry be more open to talking to legislators and Congress about updating the FDA um, um, ruling um, where it comes to, to cosmetics, which hasn't been done since the 20s, I think. Yeah, I was going to say it hasn't so, been done a long time. I think that all these policing, policing ourselves, right? Policing ourselves as an industry being more open, embedding more technology to make the the, the, consum- the, the consumer choice and ability to select products right for you yes. uh, better. I think that all these things are necessary and we're, we're, we're starting to see that. Speaking of legislation, what are your thoughts on CBD beauty? <laughs> CBD beauty. I, oh my gosh. So CBD came on. Um, I have to say, I've been, again, I've been in the industry now at uh, 20 years and I don't, I don't think I've ever seen outside of AHAs. Yeah. I don't think I've seen an ingredient that had so much buzz around it. I know. Right. Like two right. years ago, it was all about CBD. Like everyone wanted to do a CBD product or a CBD brand. And you, you have a lot of, products in that in that with that ingredient but i don't think a lot of them are really making money i think the the it's been tough for manufacturers in the cbd space because there's not clinicals that i know of and you could not test right, right? yeah and um we're just going based on you know hearsay so um it's difficult for for those products to really market themselves as a solution Right. Because they were not tested. Right. Um, so, 
Yeah, it seems as that I think I was going to say, uh, I did say that testing is key. And it seemed as if with those products, I mean, initially I was hesitant and I thought, oh, maybe it makes sense, you know, anti-inflammatory and so many skin conditions have inflammation yeah. as their, you know, as the base. So why not? Um, but it seemed as if there was a high point, <laughs> pun intended, and then it's sort of leveling off in terms of the, you know, excitement for CBD. So I guess they're still around. Um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully there will be the studies because it does sound interesting and, and maybe even promising. Um, so I guess we'll just see. The story is not yet completed with CBD. Would you agree? The story is not yet completed, no, but for sure there's a lot of products out in the market and there's a, there's a lot of confusion on, on the part of the consumer not knowing, am I going to get high? Right. You know, what's going to happen if I use this product? Is it safe? What's the difference between, you know, full sp spectrum versus, you know, so there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions still out there and, and uh, misconceptions. So I, I think we'll have CBD products, but I, I, I don't, I think that the, the, the peak has, has already been. Yeah, come and gone. Yeah. So what are you most excited about for the future of beauty? Like in general, what, what's on the horizon? Please you know, I'm excited about... <laughs> what, one of the things that I, as I said, when I started uh, my journey with Cosmoprof, um, the indie indie beauty phenomena wasn't around. Like brands that were in limited distribution were called niche. So we had niche brands, and it was so difficult when I started at Cosmoprof and I created the special area pro programs to help uh, retail buyers identify what's trending. You know, we were referring to niche brands and they were, the buyers were interested in seeing them just because they were indicative of trends that were coming to the market, but they weren't really into buying them. And that was always my challenge, right? Like, how do I connect those dots? Because for, for retailers, uh, helping support a startup business takes a lot of investment, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but now we've gotten to a point where the indie generation, the indie brands are really driving innovation. And consumers love always trying something new and discovering newness. So I'm excited about continuing to see entrepreneurs come to the forefront and young girls that have cool ideas. Um, and I'm excited about seeing beauty go into sexual wellness and into injectables and beauty from within. Yeah. Um, because in my mind, beauty is not just, you know, skin, skin deep. It's not just about, you know, what you put on your skin and your hair and the nail colors. That's I think it. it is a totality of you. And you and I talk about this often and I was so excited you came and you talked to at our event about the health of your gut, because yeah. I think that that impacts the health of your skin. Absolutely. And, you know, your passions, right? Your passions and your, your drive and energy, that is part of your beauty too. Very so true. for me, like, it's, it's a total package and I'm excited that we're seeing the so many founders still come to the forefront with so many ideas and that we're seeing the definition of beauty evolve and be so much broader. Thank goodness. And thanks to you. 
Now, you, Daniela, are obviously a creator, and you have been given credit and can certainly take credit for the, the innovations that you created at Cosmocroft. I mean, from the very beginning, even your first job, right, with the Japanese beauty company, I mean, you were creating, helping that company to become and flourish. So you continue to create. So I just asked you about what exciting things are coming in the beauty industry. What are some projects that you personally are excited for in the future? So because we're in an environment that we're in, um, I am in a business where it's all about people connection. Yes. And we have been uh, on hold now. So we had events that were going to happen in April and then in June. So events are kind of on hold. Um, we do have um, an event slated in LA in November, mid-November, and then one in Nashville in December. But while, and while, while I'm optimistic, I also have to be realistic. And as a business owner, I need to, to move forward. Yes. And we're looking into bringing in technology and, and making, bringing value to entrepreneurs in the space through through connections done online so i love that so webinars maybe an educational series meeting yes meeting. ability to meet with people again to help your business across different points not just distribution but also with um, um influencers social media influencers with experts so that's what we're working on right now, trying to find a solution that will use the internet and then will allow for meaningful connections to be done virtually. I think that's brilliant. I mean, leverage the power of social media to be able to help educate and, and help people to get things done, right? I mean, if, yeah. I, if I were to um, start a brand or create a brand, I honestly would not have much of an idea about how to go from ideation from idea to shelf space or idea to actual product and all those many, many steps and resources, financial and otherwise that it would take. Boy, if there were a course, even if it were over a course of a year that I could sign up for just to figure that out, I would well be on my way to my 30th successful product by now. Well, so there, so you're, you're, you're invited, you're invited to come down. Yeah, so that, that's the whole point is, yeah, once you have the idea and you started, you know, are you priced right? Did you leave yourself enough margin in there so that you can pay yourself too? Or are you going to give it all to your distribution partners? Um, right? How you're going to how you're going to connect with consumers? Um, so we that's what we're, we're, we're trying to figure out how to provide all these um, um, solutions and answers to to companies that we would work with. Well, I think it's brilliant as you are. So I'll be in your beta group. Happy to test it. I love you and I want you to come for sure and join and attend. Okay, so we have some fun questions. You uh, travel, continue to, well, maybe not continue to, but have no, to. Normally, yes. Yes, normally you travel extensively, right? So what, let's see, what are your skin-saving products, your in-flight beauty plan? What do you have in your bag that TSA lets you go through with? So, <laughs> yeah, so I always have, so because I travel so much, I always have my 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 cosmetics bag ready to go, right? Yeah. I so always you just grab and go. 
Yes. So when I come home, I always know I run out of eye makeup remover or, you know, I need more cotton pads to clean my skin so that I I go, I replace it and I put it away. So when I travel, as I said, I just open, I do a glance over and I'm like, okay, everything here. Yeah. Um, I have, um, I always clean my skin no matter what. I've never had a night where I was like too tired or um, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to clean my skin. I always, that's my, my, my must. I clean my skin every night. So I have always an oil cleanser. Yes. I love those. Me too. Um, and then, um, I love, I love using an exfoliator. I think that after 30, all women should be using an exfoliator. Yeah. Dr. Lily Fan Probiotic has this amazing exfoliator that I, ever since I've used, Four years ago, I think I've discovered it. I always have it. I use it once a week. It has, um, it's like a scrub that you first use on your dry skin. Yes. And it has um, um, sea salt. Oh. And it has, three, it has three types of vitamin C. So you use that and then you apply an accelerator, which yes. is a liquid. And that has acid in it. And um it you, you it foams up and then you wash it and your skin instantly has that beautiful glow. So that's who, Doctor Who? Doctor Lily Fan Probiotic Microdermabrasion Skin. Wow. Fan PH. Yeah, so that's one of my, my secrets. Always I have that with me. Love um it. I have an oil oil cleanser, so th- those I have. Um and then SPF. I think SPF is so necessary. Um and uh, yeah, so I use an SPF and eye cream. And my sure. favorite eye cream, let's see, do I have a favorite eye cream? I have <laughs> the, um, um, I love the Amore Pacific. Yeah, yeah, their products are so luxurious. It's so beautiful. It's all about the luxury, the, the tactile, the scent, the package. Just the whole brand ethos and ah, uh, it's just like, yes. Yeah. Right, it's like mini spa every time you put yeah, it on. Totally, totally. Yeah, totally, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's a whole experience. Yeah, from the, the moment you look at the package and you open, you touch it, you open it, right? You smell it, the yeah. texture. It's just, it's, yeah. Well, what else? So those those are some of my 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 favorite products. I'm I'm not loyal. I try a lot of things. I mean, again, because of the role that I have in the industry, I get so many things, and I'm so blessed. I feel like. I'm Sephora before they get to Sephora. Yes. My, clo- my closet is full with products that you probably didn't hear of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of I, your beauty closet, what, um, I don't know if it's fair to ask you what your favorites are, but let's ask it a little differently. So in your beauty closet, maybe name one favorite and one thing that's not quite out there yet. And you don't have to say the name if you're not allowed to. So one of the things I've discovered, I've discovered when we did our first edition of Unfiltered is this, uh, um, he's a pharmacist uh, from Denver, Dr. Benjamin Knight. And he has this beautiful, and I think that he's so on trend. He has this beautiful line of skincare called um, True, Truth Skincare. Oh. And... What what he does different is he uses a lot of actives, but no water. Ah, interesting. So you need to use the mist to activate the emulsions. Wow, those pharmacists. 
<laughs> and so the emotions are very, you know, small, small packages. So yeah. they don't have to be big because it doesn't have the water. Yes. And the formulas are so beautiful. So his products I use, I'm, I'm a fan. And um, I love to use oils, uh, especially, you know, pure oils. She's a um which is that what say it again, Danielle? That works on um, um television. And what's the name of the product again? Glycoline. Okay. G L let's see. G L I C E N E. Okay. And um she has these beautiful oils that you can use on your face and have aromatherapy yes. so it's a whole again it's a whole experience yeah I'm a huge fan of using oils I use them during the day I use them in the evening I mix them in with my moisturizer sometimes I just put that on my face without moisturizer exactly. yeah I think they're you know pretty much all purpose and very diverse I absolutely love them and then if you add like an aromatherapy component then of course you smell that and that does all you know beautiful things Correct. to brain it's fabulous I call yes. that functional beauty for me, right? It's not just, you know, for superficial beauty, whatever, but it definitely helps to do something or at least make you feel a certain way on top. Agreed. On top Agreed. Right. Yeah. Okay. So of all those things that you mentioned, your, all those new products, if someone said to you, I'm sorry, Daniela, but we're going to have to, you know, exile you to a beauty island where you can only take one product with you no matter what. So what would that one product be? And it doesn't have to be a particular brand. It would be concealer. It has to be concealer. It has to be concealer. Because I have such Really? It's because you're working so hard at making the world a more beautiful place. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why you're like that's right. That's right, that's right sister. <laughs> Okay. I like that. Well, I hate to think that this wonderful time that we're having together is going to come to a close, but I know you are very busy and I don't want to take much else of your time. I do have to thank you for your time and appearing here today on this podcast virtually and imparting your, your beauty, your wisdom, your knowledge. Thank you. And hope for the future, despite the incendiary nature of this world right now. So on that note, this is the Fab Five. What are your five top recommendations for living a beautiful and fabulous life? Let me have them. I'm going to write them down. Number one is flourish your brain constantly with new ideas. Okay. Yes. I love reading. I, uh, I read a lot of different things. And I think that that's crucial for us to be creative and have new ideas. Yes, it's also a good anti-aging trick. Keep your brain active. Uh, number two, um, for me at least, making sure that I take care of myself, my body. I work out, I do yoga, I run, whatever that is for you, but making sure that you take care of your body, you feed your mind by reading, you take care of your skin, wear SPF every day. There's only one thing you do, wear SPF. Right. I, I, um, 
I like to say what you eat. What you eat is so important. Yes. Right. That your number three. Yes. Okay. And um, what else is important for me? Music is therapy. Music transports me, changes my mood. Um, I always have music in the background. Even now, I have jazz. I'm jazz playing in the background. Wonderful. That's great. And and exposing yourself to different cultures and different people's cultures because that is what I think empowers you and opens your mind and allows you to accept others because I think that you know differences come from the way we were each raised. Yes. And because I behave a certain way doesn't mean that you know you you um you should accept it and understand it, that it is part of my culture, the cultural DNA. And I think traveling really opens up your mind to that. Yes, I would agree with that. And it's that, I mean, particularly with what's going on these days, you, you can't help but to think if we just were more, not just tolerant, but accepting of other people and their perspectives yeah. and their cultures that maybe things wouldn't be as- I agree, yeah. I agree. An opening to learn. I think that when you shut something out because it's not, you don't understand it and it's not part of your everyday, I think that that's when then you become disconnected. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of disconnection going on, sadly. But I'm hopeful. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm hopeful that um, everything that's with the actions that people are taking, the, the positive, peaceful actions that people are taking will help to uh, recreate the dialogue because the dialogue has happened before. Yeah with mixed reviews so um i remain hopeful even though i'm sad i do too too. i have to i have to believe that you know uh, things are going to get better because we've been through so much already this year between covid and now all of the all of the disruptions that we're seeing and the riots and you know all this confusion and racial you know tensions that are happening it's just not it's not healthy and this is just happening in what five months or right Right, right. To to put it briefly, none of it is beautiful. But as you mentioned, we are hopeful and we constantly will just strive to find the beauty in all things. So thank you, Daniela, for showing us how to do that from your perspective. I appreciate your time and I'm really honored to be your friend and to have had you as a guest on this podcast. Thank you again. Thank you so much for inviting me. My pleasure. Absolutely. Soon come. Thank you, my beautiful audience, for listening to this week's episode of the Forever Fab podcast, The Future of Beauty, Shifting Paradigms and Changing Attitudes. It was my interview with Daniela Chokan. If you like this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. And for holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me virtually to discuss strategies to come back stronger and more fabulous than ever, go to elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter. And for an online consultation on time, anytime, and your time from the comfort of your own home, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty questions on the go. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Forever Fab podcast. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all 
Things Beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.